I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What are you doing? Uh, that's just me crossing um, Charlize Theron off my list that Marvel uses. What's on the list? Uh, it's every a list actor. of, yeah, every Hollywood actor and uh, another one down, which yeah. is good. Is that how you felt? Is it? It's getting ridiculous. <laughs> it's getting Wes Anderson levels of ridiculous over here. Hello there. This is I Only Like You and Movies. My name is Lonnie. I'm here with Sinead. How are you doing, Sinead? I am pumped to talk about this film. Right. So the film is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Mm. We're going to get straight into spoilers. So if you haven't seen it yet, not your podcast for you. First thing I want to say, Sinead, yeah. would we say it's a multiverse of madness? Funny you say that. Friend of the pod. Is he friend of the pod? I'm making him a friend of the pod. Noah Goucher on Twitter mm. tweeted that the multiverse as seen in Doctor Strange contained at best a tenth of the madness to be found in the multiverse of everything all at once. There was no Doctor Strange with hot dog fingers <laughs> or one with a raccoon under his hat controlling his magic. Fair. Well, it, that, that is true. Even then, though, there's like three universes they, they really go to. And the, the one they, they travel through a whole bunch. Hmm. But that's what you get in the trailer. You see that in the trailer and they're there for like a second each. So you can't really say it's that mad. And also the ones that they end up interacting with, exactly the same as theirs. Pretty, pretty similar. Pretty similar. We'll go into the details of that. But I'm a little bit disappointed in this. In some ways, in other ways, I'm quite impressed. So I guess it's a mixed bag in that sense, but on mm. the whole, good. But for today, Sinead, what I'm most looking forward to is our sort of semi-regular um, segment on the show is when you ask me questions about the Marvel movies, about what happened last time, which you've forgotten, what's going to happen in the future based on the comics. Just you, just you, just sort of you round me up, get me in a corner, and you try to make me explain Marvel to you, which I love. I'm glad you're prepared for today's episode then. <laughs> you got lots of questions there? So many questions. Let's go. Okay. My first question is, why was it a horror film? Oh, it was a bit scary. You don't like scary stuff, do you? It was horror. There were like mm. seven jump scares that I counted. <laughs> there is a portion where demons are coming out of people's eyeballs and mm. trying to like mash people's faces with their little demon teeth coming at me at the screen there's a little oh we're looking in a dark room and oh bang there's a thing waiting behind them to scare them i this is horrific content here well sam Raimi, he's known for his horror films early horror films can we just tone it down a bit though everybody i thought we were just having a little bit of fun with a magical cape and some superpowers <laughs> Yeah, so are you one of those people on Twitter who's been like, oh, it's too scary for kids? Kids shouldn't go to this? Or are you like, too scary for, for me, particular? Um, a bit of both. I don't think yeah, kids should scary. see this. This is terrifying. Yeah, really? If okay. I saw this as a child, I would have nightmares every night for the next 10 years. <laughs> and I know that because that's what's happening now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was that scary, was it? Oh, I hate this. All of you tough guys on Twitter being like, it's not even that scary. You don't even know what you're talking about. You know what it is? It's the the film bro equivalent of those stupid macho guys who try and eat really spicy food. They're like, it's not even hot. I don't even know what, what you're worried about. And it's like, it, it's okay to admit weakness. It's okay to admit that it's a scary film. Yeah, maybe. There are also jump scares, are there not? Yeah. There are demons and talks of the underworld and he comes back as a reanimated corpse. Yeah, I thought it was fun though. I like that. Bit of a Chekhov's gravesite, wasn't it? What is wrong with you? <laughs> I, and the, the particularly scary part is when they go inside uh, Professor X's, or Professor X goes inside her mind 
And then she's that also was there. horrifying. That and was she good. goes and whispers in his ear. Oh my god, I hated that so much. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> At least it's done something to you, though. It's effective, clearly. No. No. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I, I I also don't mind. I think kids should be scared a bit in films. It should be. <laughs> <laughs> I think rough them up a bit. <laughs> yeah, not too bad. I think it's all right. But it is it is scarier than the average Mar- uh, Marvel film. I'll give you that. And I it found fits, it quite though. scary. It fits, I think. Oh, I have so Should we talk about what it's about? Uh, Doctor sure. Strange. What's he all about? Oh, God. So so Doctor Strange is probably my one of my least favourite superheroes, mm-hmm. mostly because he doesn't really have a personality. Yeah, um, he's a bit of a dick. And then he gets sort of, like, rewritten in this whole, like, post-era Marvel phase where everyone's quippy now. Everyone's quippy. Just every single person is quippy. And so now he's quippy, which is like fine. Also, small just addendum. His coat, cape, cloak, mm. what did we land on? It's a cape. Okay. Has it always been off center? Has it always had one shoulder pad? I don't know. I can't really recall how it was in the first one, but it does seem a bit, a bit funky like that. I'm asking the hard hitting questions that people expect okay. of me on the podcast. <laughs> You look at it, it's not like a regular mm. like Superman cape where it's falling like perfectly. It's like half on one shoulder. What's that oh. about? Weird. Oh, no. Okay. So he's there and he's doing his normal magic stuff. Uh, it's after the snap and then... He's living life basically and then some demons turn up and they're chasing this girl. Excuse me. Whose job is it to recap the plots on the podcast oh, terribly? It sounded like you had lost the, your train of thought and I lost the, the thread, so I was trying to help out. <laughs> so there's a guy and he's a doctor. I well, he was a doctor. I thought that was like part of the charm of me recapping plots. I thought that's literally why you ask me to do it every time. No, it is. And I thought you'd forgotten what the plot was. No, there's some girl, right? Scary. And she jumps through a portal and she's like, oh, well, I can open portals to other universes. And they're like, cool, that sounds awesome. And she's like, yeah, but kind of not awesome because they're trying to kill the universes or something to do with that. And he's like, oh, no, we've got to stop them. Let's go into the other universes. And then Wanda's mm. there and Wanda wants the kid because Wanda wants to go to the kid through the kid to her other kids in another universe who she made up so i don't really understand how they exist in another universe if she literally created them with magic don't really understand that and the whole thing's like her trying to get back to her kids and dr strange and everybody being like no you can't for reasons don't really know why but oh you just can't do it and she's like okay cool i guess i can't do it and movie okay and there's a few cameos and jump scares in between yeah so my thing is i think that she the kids do exist in other universes, but they don't How? exist for whatever reason. How? Because there's, there's multiverses. But they wouldn't be the same kids. Yeah, but it's like the universe is kind of the same. No. It no, repeats, no, 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 no. All right, we're jumping ahead here. The okay. Illuminati, <laughs> firstly, why are they called the Illuminati? This is ridiculous. I literally laughed out loud in the cinema and so did some other people. <laughs> Peggy Carter's Captain America, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Different person. So... Would it not stand to reason that in a different universe, Wanda and Vision have a child and a different egg and embryo is formed that looks different to the two children that she made through magic? Um, I mean, yeah, but couldn't you say that about every single person is in a different universe? That's why they were different. There's a different Captain Marvel. There's a different Captain America. This guy has the guy who speaks who I like playing on Lego, but I don't remember his name. Black He's- something? Blackagar Boltagon is his full name, but he goes by Black Bolt. Black Bolt, yeah. Right? So they already had different versions of the same heroes. So yeah, why well, is there not a different version of the kids? Well, the kids are the different. They're not the exact same kids. They're slightly different. But they're, they're the exact same kids. Come on. What are you talking about? Well, she they are 100% the same children. Yeah, because she's gone through the multiverse and found kids that are very similar to the ones that she created. <laughs> or... You, or she created ones that were similar to this universe, you could say. So she's settled for the home brand version. She's gone into the grocery store and they're sold out of her favourite barbecue sauce and she's settled for the home brand version because it's still barbecue sauce. This is what you're saying to me. Well, I don't know if I'm saying exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's been some theories about this, about the universe, right? So I sent you a thread about this. I don't know if you read it yet, but the idea is that in the main universe of Marvel films that we've seen, the 616 universe they're calling it now, 
we get Captain America Steve Rogers because, you know, when he's getting that the serum put into him, they get invaded by some Nazis come in and try and yeah, stop yeah, it. Yeah, happening. I read that. And so the idea is he died, that failed in this universe, and the next one was Peggy. Yeah, and but also what happened then is that Tony Stark's dad died in that attack as well. And so there's no Tony Stark in the future. And, you know, through the, the ripples all throughout that, there's no need for the Avengers as we know them. And so there's no Hulk and there's no... Um, potentially no need for a Hawkeye, <laughs> Black Widow. And that's why they have the Illuminati as well. And obviously in this universe, there are mutants because we've got Doctor Strange and also there are Inhumans. It's kind of unknown if there are Inhumans in the main Marvel universe because there's a TV show that everyone hates that maybe doesn't exist anymore. So it's a different universe, basically. That's why they've got the Illuminati instead of the Avengers. I get that. But, but what, what else I'm getting at is that there's potentially in this other universe, there's no Wanda being a powerful person. Maybe she's just a regular Wanda with no powers. But she's not because we sh- we see her using her powers. Does she use them when she's in the... I that? thought she did stuff with the wind because she, she thought that our Wanda was attacking the kids. Mm. Well, in any case, even if she has her powers, which I may have missed that, she's not... An active hero by the looks of it. She's having kids and there's no Vision either. So here's my... Uh, that's a good transition, actually. Okay. Why doesn't she go find Vision? Well, that's a good question. I think I've seen some, some talk about this, that maybe if she wanted her kids, she knew that if Vision was there, he would stop there. So that's kind of... How'd she know that? It could have been a Vision without any powers. Yeah, well, what, well, maybe she just wanted the easy one. Maybe she... My thing is that she's tried really, really difficult tried really hard and gone through difficulty trying to get Vision back, which is what she did in WandaVision, and it didn't work out. And so maybe she's like, all right, I'm going to stop that because it just leads to pain and heartache. And oh, but the maybe... kids will be fine. Well, this definitely think... won't end the same way. Well, yeah, maybe. It's a good point. But I think she's like, I've reached natural conclusion. I said goodbye to Vision and we've sort of maybe one day we'll get back together, but I'm not going to actively pursue that. I also think we've got to think that she's not in the right mind. She's sure, not thinking I understand logically. that. You can't. This franchise shoved down our throats that Wonder and Vision were the OTP. They've loved each other forever. Do you not remember this? And then in the last few films of that first phase or whatever it was, we were all like, "Really? They love each other? Okay, I'm mm. like, sure. I guess they love each other. That's fine." And then Wonder Vision was like, "We're we're soulmates. Grief, love, persevering, etc. Mm-hmm. Can't live without you. Would go to the ends of the earth to be together." Next iteration. She couldn't give two shits about finding Vision, her supposed one true love, that she would go to the ends of the earth to find, who supposedly fathered the children that she is looking for in other universes. So would it not make sense for her to stumble across a Vision, a version of Vision in any of these universes or in all the universes is Wanda a single mother in suburbia? Well, maybe in this universe Vision has died because he often dies. My, my thing Pick is... another universe. Pick a universe where we didn't die. Yeah, well... It doesn't make any sense. Okay. Well, I think if this happens, you know, not very long after the whole WandaVision occurs, maybe she's like, I don't want to go down that road again and lose him again after I just lost him after a huge battle, you know. I, I it's uh, In my mind, I'm like, yeah, it doesn't make... It's kind of like, where's Vision? You should look after Vision as well because you like them so much. But also... Maybe you don't want to enter into that. So because... put a line in, have her say, have someone say, are you looking for Vision 2 or something? And she's like, no, I've reached, I'm happy to let him go. Tell us why. Yeah, fair enough. Don't just not address it. Here's another thing about Wanda that I did not like in this film. I think at some point, it's either Doctor Strange or the kid, but they say something like, can't you just be happy knowing that you're with them in some universe that in in some universe you are with your children and can't that be enough right Mm. and she says no here's my problem with that terrible writing another character is just stating wanda's character growth to her that should be a point that she reaches herself and understands because she does in the end she kneels down in front of the other version of wanda and accepts the fact that she her version can't be with them but makes peace with the fact that she is with them in some situation like in some form she's with them 
why state that that's the end an hour into the film and not have her reach that organically and have that be her line, her realisation? Thoughts? I see where you're coming from, yeah. I, I guess that is the journey she's on and it's a bit weird to have someone just say, hey, just do it, but she still has to go on the journey to reach there, so. Right. No, that's the problem with the, that's the kind of, yeah, lampshading it, aren't they? Saying, just be happy. But maybe, well, that maybe makes her even more a villain in this film, though, because she's, she's given the opportunity to not do it at all, but she's like, you know, I'm going to do it anyway. Guess so. So it's not, it's kind of a, a fair enough point, though, given that she says no, because she's like, well, it's not, someone else gets to love them and have kids. The kids, I don't get to, so why should I be content with that? Oh, it's fair call on her point. I'm just thinking she should have discovered that herself in her own mm. character growth throughout the course of the film and she should have had that realisation. Fair enough. What do you think about the, the whole impetus for this film being she wants to go have kids? Is that kind of a bit sexist being like women just want babies and the only reason we can think of to have a, a woman go crazy is that she can't have children? I don't think it's sexist. I think it would appeal to the basic bees of the world who are all like a mother's love is the only thing that is worth living for. Mm. But I don't know if that's necessarily misogynistic because it's, I don't know, there are people like that. I don't get it personally. I think the thing with her is I, I, I get the criticism there. The thing is that she has been with the kids though and she was with, yeah, she did true. raise them. She had you know. experienced it already. Yeah, it's not like she wants kids in the abstract. She wants these particular kids because mm. they're hers. Also, as I said, we got to think, she's not really thinking logically, but in her mind as well, you got to think all that stuff, it's, it's probably fractured up there, isn't it? Because she's going through the multiverse and she's got all this power she probably can't control and whatever. So sure, it's not that difficult to, to think about. I think that's true. I forgot that she actually raised them. And I think the reason I forgot is because we never actually saw any of that in one division. She had the baby mm. and then the next episode they were already like 10 years old. So we didn't yeah. actually see that. So then it's hard for me to remember, oh, she did raise them from birth to now. Yeah. So so to her, I think she did have a whole a full life yes. with them, right? That's not yeah. just even if it happened off screen. So I Fair think point. that's, that's a, it's a little bit different than, you know, Women are just mothers and that's all they think about and care about. Mm. But as you said, that's also not necessarily a bad thing to, to be a mother who loves, the, loves your kids and will do anything for them. Mm. But it's like that's not really anyone else's motivation, male characters in any of these films, is it? Doing it all for their kids. So. No, I guess not. Mm. But it's not like all the female characters are like that. It's just Wanda's story. Maybe Cleo will be like that. Who? That is the character that Charlize Theron plays, apparently. Listen, I'm going to get to that in a second. I okay. need to take a long, the long way around for that. Okay. Can I, stepping away from Wanda and her inconsistencies. Mm. So Doctor Strange goes to Wong for help. Wong, best character, love him so much. He's amazing. Just absolutely 100%, yes, here for it. Um, two things. Why is there a cow? <laughs> what do you mean? Why is there a cow? Why is there just one cow in the city doing the magic stuff? Why is there just one cow? There's a cow man. There's a cow man with cow head and horns. Oh, right. Why is he there? The, Who is he? What is happening? We've never seen him before. The minotaur, you mean? I mean, <laughs> it's a cow. <laughs> I think the minotaur is <laughs> what we'd actually say. Why? Why? What's, what's that about? What's going on there? He is, his name is Rintra. Why does he have a name? He's a Minotaur-like being from Raval. He's a student there. I don't know how you don't know about this guy. What are you talking about? Everyone is going insane and I feel like I'm the only person who's still connected to reality. What are you talking about? There is, fine, a Minotaur man. Yeah, he's an intelligent being from the extraterrestrial <laughs> planet of Raval. What is he doing there? He met Doctor Strange um, when Strange asked. Um, okay, so he, he works with a guy called Inatharmon the Weaver. <laughs> it was like a, what do you mean? What do you mean he works with a guy called that? <laughs> he, he, like a weaver, like he helped people with clothes and stuff. And so Doctor Strange asked him to help repair these cloak. What are they called a cloak? Interesting. 
I think he, he makes a comment in the film, it's not a cape, it's, I think he says it's not a cape, it's a cloak. But I can't mm. remember whether it was it's not a cloak, it's a cape or the other way around. Right. Yeah, and then they get to know each other apparently and goes to live with Doctor Strange in the um, Sanctum Centaurum. Okay, sorry, no. Th- is this comic book wise? Comic book wise, yeah. Sure. He's... So this guy in the films has just turned up and there's all of a sudden a minotaur in the city. Yeah, that's fine. But there's only one minotaur. Everyone else looks exactly like a human being, but there's one that's different. Yeah, if aliens exist, don't they? Got... But if aliens exist, why aren't there more things that don't look like humans? Yeah, why is there only one tree named Groot? Exactly. <laughs> Do you want more Groots, do you? There should be more rocket raccoons, more Groots, more minotaurs. <laughs> well, it's not consistent. Why would there just be one? Yeah. I mean, maybe he's the only one who's got sorcery powers, you know? I think he's cool. I think you're reaching. Okay, another thing with Wong. So Wanda's trying to break into the city and they, like, have all their shields up. Also, really stupid to not consider the mind control stuff. Really dumb. But, you know, what definitely helped mm. uh, is when they figured out that's what she was trying to do and Wong just went around running at people, pointing at his head, going, Fortify your minds! Fortify your minds! <laughs> I mean, it helped, didn't it? Did it? Because she bit. just broke in. What was that line reading? What are we doing? Why did he say it like that? <laughs> Oh, it was so bad. It was so bad. I feel a bit like it was a bit rough that they just sacrificed all these young kids you yeah, know, just for die. nothing. They just die. <laughs> yeah. I thought this city, like, already wasn't the magic they didn't have enough people and mm. they're, like, dying out. Don't give 50 people to just, I don't know, be a, a stopgap for her to get to you. Yeah, and she's definitely killed too many people to be a hero again, hasn't she? Oh, for oh. sure. Right. Um, that's one thing I mentioned it. So, do you think it's a bit strange what they've done with her character? In that, you know, in Avengers: um, Age of Ultron, she was a baddie at first, working with Ultron, and then she came good, and then she's been good pretty much since then, from for the most part. But then she was kind of bad in WandaVision, but then came good at the end, and then she's gone bad again here. Well, she'd be all over the place. There's a, little, there's a lot of flipping. There's a lot of flipping mm. and flopping depending on what they want her to do. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's consistent though that she's trying to do good and but tragedy strikes and whatever. Mm. Uh, it just feels a bit. And then they've they've potentially killed her, but she's only dead for as long as they want, right? Oh, she's not dead. No. no <laughs> I didn't think so. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Rachel McAdams, my one true love, one of the first actors I ever like, really held up as a beacon of adoration. Love her so much. She must have a great agent because she's been rewritten into this Marvel franchise. Okay. Yeah. Basically as a completely different character. She had a bit of an Andy Bernard situation that's gone on, come back as a different sort of iteration. Now she's in the Marvel universe as like a proper person now. <laughs> I don't even recall her really from the original. Neither. Doctor Strange. But she was just another doctor slash nurse. Can't remember what she did. Just there. Who sort of had a crush on Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange had a crush on her or something. Mm. Yeah, they had a bit of a But thing. now we're just beefing up that role, <laughs> making her be something that we never said that she was in the first place, and was... don't worry about it. She's here now. 
especially in the other universe. He's like a main player in that universe, clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, she kind of goes and get married, doesn't she, in this universe? She does go and get married, that's Isn't true. And she still invites Doctor Strange. Like, it's a bit rough. Robbie's face in it, you know? No, they're friends, I guess. Are they? I don't know. Yeah, well, it's, they've had like a on again, off again, I think. And then he went off to be a superhero and she's like, oh, I guess I'm still a doctor, so I won't see you around anymore. <laughs> we do live in the same city still, but whatever. Um, I feel like they could have made it work if they tried. But also, he was an asshole before his, his surgery, even in his accident slash surgery slash becoming source of supreme mm-hmm. so that's kind of why they didn't get together even if they had some sort of spark um it's funny you talk about having a great agent what about michael stilbarg in one scene gets an and in the credits listen when you're michael stilbarg you get an and yeah i'm okay with that mm-hmm. well, i was reading slash hearing that his character I was like why is he even here like michael stilbarg of all people being in one sort of cameo in a, in a not he was even in a... the original doctor strange wasn't he Apparently. I can't See, remember. I remember that. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> but apparently in the comics at one point, he gets so jealous of and gets so obsessed with Doctor Strange and hates him, he hires a hit on him and tries to get him killed. Shit. And that is maybe where they'll go in the future with that character. And also, like, not just that, apparently he tries to kill Doctor Strange like, tries to get him assassinated with Hitler's gun or something? Like, just... That's bizarre. That seems like it's a bit... Like, a step too far. Yeah. It's already a step too far. Chill but, down. Also, mm. I don't like that it was played for laughs that his cats died while he was away from the snap. No, it's awful. It's like, oh, isn't that funny? People like cats. What's the joke? Tell me the joke. No joke. That's what I thought. Okay. Let's so, dip into Illuminati. Okay. Why are they called the Illuminati? Well, I think in the, in the actual Marvel Universe, like the comics, they call the Illuminati and they do have the Avengers and whatnot. I think it's because they're they're the smartest and the best heroes all come together and try and sort of, outside of their other superhero groups, they come together and try to address bigger problems. And so I think it's kind of a, a, a nod to the Illuminati of, of our world who are like secret society sort of running things. <sighs> Famously, they got together and, and sent Hulk off-planet. Right. They're like, you know what, Hulk, you're too, too dangerous. We can't keep track of you. We can't control you. And so they, they put him in a um, ship and just sent him off. And that's where he lands on that planet and becomes a gladiator. And then he comes back and just screws them all up, apparently. But didn't hang on, didn't they already do that? And that's how Thor ended up fighting him? In the comics I'm talking about, that's how. No, no, I know. But wasn't that the same story that they used in the film for how... Yeah, that, that was inspired by that. Right, I see. Well, what I'm saying is that the Illuminati, I think because it's a, a nod to the fact that they're a I guess, kind of quasi-secret society sort of secretly running the world and they're the smartest people and whatnot. The issue is that they, they think they're so smart but then they cause trouble. So they, they thought the Hulk was too much trouble to deal with so they sent him away then he came back with even, even matter and tried to destroy the whole world because what they've done to him mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, and I'm guessing here there's no need for, if this world has maybe everything gone a bit better than the regular Marvel Universe, we don't need Avengers team of a thousand heroes. We just need some people at the top who would kind of control things, I guess is the idea. Also just a nod to the comics. Not sure I'm 100% on board with the name, but fine. Let's go through who we get. So we get Black Bolt. Yes. Who, they try to do the black mirror thing, right? And remove his mouth. It's not scary. It's not scary because you don't engage with it for more than two seconds. His brain explodes. The reason why it worked in that episode of Black Mirror was because it was absolutely horrifying and they were like kept like that for a long time and you they let you like buy into the emotional experience of that happening. Yeah, but that, that was just to take away his, I understand. his greatest... Don't do Black Mirror, but worse. Don't do Black Mirror, but worse. That's the whole thing, though. We're bringing these heroes in. They're supposed to be the best of the best in this world, and then they just get destroyed. Useless. Yeah, so Peggy, fine. I don't know if I was ever on board a Peggy hype train. Really? Why is that? I don't know. I don't know if I ever bought it. I mean, it was sweet when he went back in time, but I just, I don't know. And wasn't that the thing with Peggy's grandkid and that she was going to be the person who was the love interest, but then she wasn't? And then that was part of the show that they did. 
I can't remember. She's she's still around. Yeah, she's she was in Falcon Winter Soldier. So this Captain Marvel, useless. I thought Captain Marvel had like the powers of the universe. She could like fly into space. Mm. She could move at the speed of light. But when she's laying on the ground and a big heavy statue falls on top of her, can't possibly move out of the way. Don't possibly have the powers to be able to do that. Can't compete with, with a mother's love, you know? That's. But it, that's not what you set up. This is what annoys me about Marvel or superhero films. You set up rules. You set up a structure. And then you don't adhere to your own world building. And then you worry, you wonder why people are annoyed at you. This is why. Yeah, I don't mind it because it's like we think Captain Marvel is the is the best, and as you're saying, got all the powers of the universe. But then Wanda can kill her. Like, then don't oh, wow, have she's... her die by just sticking a statue on top of her. Yeah. Okay. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't mind that. I think it's cool. Now, I'm never. I'm not as into other versions of Captain Marvel. She's alright, but fair. Now. The moment we've all been waiting for. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you kept this from me, to be honest. I can't believe that you were able to keep this from me as no, a secret. Is, of course I wouldn't tell you this. I wouldn't spoil this for you. Well, yes, I guess, because you're so anti-spoilers. We both are. When I say that my cinema gasped when John Krasinski came on screen, we all gasped. <laughs> it was like a, <gasps> I had no idea who was going to be in this. Can I just say, some people on Twitter are saying that it's terrible casting. Firstly, how dare you? It is not. It is the most perfect casting that anyone has ever had in the history of the universe. Secondly, he's really good. I liked him. I liked the vibe that he brought. That he brought. I'm well, keen for a Fantastic Four reboot. He's sort of been fan cast over the years, you know, of people saying oh, it wouldn't be great if John Krasinski was Reed Richards slash Mr. Fantastic. And it would. <laughs> and it clearly has. Uh did you think it was very obvious they filmed his bit separately from everybody else? No, I did not know that they did that. Well, I don't know. Clearly Elizabeth Olsen didn't know he was in the film. <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen has caught the bug from Gwyneth Paltrow where she does not remember being in any movies. <laughs> she doesn't remember Gwyneth anything Paltrow's about in them. there for like a second. <laughs> She's the main character in this. Yeah, you would think that. Uh, but she doesn't have, oh no, she does have a scene with him. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. So clearly they went on set together. Yeah. But when that happened, I could just feel the audience, like the energy changed. It brought so much life into the film. Like we'd been there for an hour, retreading same the same old ground. And then you put something on screen that made the audience excited and like, oh, mm. and that all of a sudden we were back in and engaged again. Okay. Like it was a it was a palpable shift in the vibe. And then did the vibe shift again when he died two seconds later? Um, yeah, it did. Listen, it's not what we were hoping for his first appearance. <laughs> well, he got spaghettied. He's a bit useless. They're all a bit useless, really. Well, again, this maybe we've got to read into this a bit more than potentially was in the text, but the idea is that they defeated Thanos pretty easily and then they're like, and then there's no, not, not as many problems in this universe. They sort of got a bit arrogant, maybe a bit lazy. They thought they could deal with anything and they find out that, um, this version of of Wanda's coming and they're like, oh, we'll send two people off to maybe just have a chat to her and it'll, it'll all be sorted. They underestimate the threat pretty easily. But also, Mr. Fantastic, what are you going to do against the witch? You can stretch. What's, what's your game plan here? <laughs> just stretch really far around her magic. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's it. So uh, I've seen another theory, I don't know if this is true or not, that... So uh, John Watts, who's done all the, I think it's John Watts. Yeah, I think it's here. He was signed up to do the Fantastic Four movie that's coming in a couple of years, but he's dropped out. Ooh. Sorry, think John. John Krasinski is going to direct it. Ooh, I'd love that. That'd be cool. I'd be here for that. Hmm. I love John so much. It's it's he's got a good career. He's turned you know a lovable sitcom character into a huge mm-hmm. filmmaking career. Is is quite. Tremendous. Not everyone does that. No. Not everyone wants to. Some people don't. They just like being on TV. Like, that's totally fine. But, yeah, obviously he's the man. Do you think they'll cast 
his wife as his wife? No, they can't. They can't cast Emily. A bit too much, you reckon? It's too much. I feel like she wouldn't do it. <sighs> yeah, she's got I, her own stuff going on. Yeah, I think she'd want to be just you know she's already doing the Quiet Place films with him, so. <laughs> She's like, I'm already, you know, contributing a bit to your career. I want to sort of do my own thing. All right. But that, that is the fan casting, though, so maybe they'll be, well, they might get letters and tweets if they don't do that. Yes, we'll see. Hmm. Okay, I have so many questions about Charles. So hmm. the first question is, well, it's not a question. It's a statement. So when he came in, I was like, oh, looks like Professor X's wheelchair completely oblivious to the fact that he would be in this Did you not because know? in my brain i went no x-men are in this universe mm, they're not yeah. involved so it can't possibly ha ha how wrong i was because we knew that they were going to come become a part of it eventually right okay mm. so several questions haven't we learned from phoenix that he can't go into people's minds and convince them to do good things it's <laughs> a fair point Sorry, I twice mean, from Phoenix? Two iterations yeah. of Phoenix? There's that thing about Professor X is like because he's so powerful I have to kill him straight away or get him out of the out of the battle Why? straight away. Why do that? He's one of the best characters that you have. He always dies. He's died so many times on screen, poor fella. But you gotta love him, haven't you? Terrible luck. Okay, yeah. so my question is mm. and bear with me, because I don't completely remember this. So there are two versions of Quicksilver that we've had, correct? Uh-huh, yeah. And the version that was the X-Men version was in a cameo of WandaVision as their version of Quicksilver. Yeah. So how does that work? As it turned out in WandaVision, it just happened to be someone who looked like the other He was version. an actor, right? His name was Ralph Boner. Sure. It doesn't make sense, though, with this now because if charles is in this universe but i guess is the is the idea that he's a different iteration of charles because in a different yeah. universe he's a new version of charles <sighs> jesus okay so this version of charles doesn't have two quicksilvers also do they not have their own scarlet witch in x-men life like town <laughs> x-men town. x-men town do they not have their own version of scarlet witch so they're not two scarlet witches now? Yeah, well, I guess there was a different version of Wanda Vision, wasn't of, of Wanda, so maybe that, maybe she's more mutant-like. I don't understand how this works practically. Multiverse. You can't just say multiverse <laughs> and wave your arm and it's all fixed. Yeah, well, they have, haven't they? <laughs> they have. Um, I have some points about the post-credit sequence. Mm-hmm. Why is the tone of them always, haha, the movie's over, you loser? As if you sit and watch, wait for the end credits, what a dumb person you are. Why is that the tone now? You set up a system where you are encouraging true fans to stay till the end to get a sneak peek, and now there's two post credit sequences one mid credit sequence, one post credit sequence. And then when the fans do what you want them to do, you laugh at them and call them stupid. The only time this worked was in Deadpool where he was doing an homage to Ferris Bueller's Day Off. The reason that worked is because of who Deadpool is as a character and he's snarky and he talks directly to the audience and breaks the fourth wall, does direct address, whatever you call it these days. That worked. You can't just repeat that same joke for every post-credit sequence. They did it in Batman. They did it here. They did it in the last Marvel movie that I saw, which I can't remember what it was, but they did it then as well. Why is the thing, oh, you're so dumb, the movie's over, go home? I don't like that. It feels very mean-spirited. Don't you like the one where Captain America says, now, kids, we're going to talk about patience. I love that. That was fun. But you're right. If it it comes a pattern to not not treat them seriously. You're just making fun of your audience. mm. You're very... See, it worked well with Captain America because that was... Yes. Going off off the pattern because that's that's it's interesting. But then if that becomes the pattern, it's like I won't bother next time. And then the next time they've got you know Wolverine or something, people aren't gonna watch the Marvel it. audience. People who go see Marvel films will live and die by your films, right? They're fans, and they have paid you money for this film that you have made. And this is mm. the way that you treat them. That seems really shitty to me. Mm. I didn't mind it this time, but I know what you mean. Like I, I get you, get your feeling. I get your feeling. It's all right. I personally didn't like the second or well, the mid credit sequence because 
as you might remember, the film ends with Doctor Strange killing over in pain and then looking up and he's got a third eye. I do, yes, remember that. And he's that. like, yes. oh my god, I thought that was an interesting ending. It's like, this shit's kind of down, he's used the dark hold. he's, you know, looked into the abyss, the abyss looking back out of his head. And then mid-credit sequence, walking along, and then no, no troubles. He likes his third eye now. Like, I just didn't like that complete tonal switch from yeah. the cliffhanger ending to, well, that to me felt like, why bother about the ending because it's all sorted now. Agreed. And we're never going to see that middle bit mm. of the story, right? Yeah. He just, he'll just, just come got, back and now he's got three eyes and that's just the thing now. now. Yeah, and then Thor will make a comment like, oh, you've got three eyes and he'll make a quip and then that'll be sorted. I also don't if you think back to the recent marvel films in this phase four i guess we're in now a lot of the end credit sequences are just like someone turning up with a portal being like hey there's, there's action coming like harry styles in the harry styles turned up and mm-hmm. said hey we've got to do stuff um what happened in end of shang chi they, they turn up and well, wong brings them in doesn't he and it's like hey here's yep. captain marvel and whatever we're going through a portal and stuff's happening it's kind of like just say hey stay tuned there's more stuff coming don't worry there are more films on the way. There are more films on the way. Why do you even need to do that now in a film, like within the yeah. film itself? Yeah. Like I think they worked better back in the day when it was yeah. like, like when Nick Fury turns up and says, I want to talk to you about the Avengers because that, that is like, oh my God, we never thought that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And he's recognizably someone we know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, Cleo? Who the hell's Cleo? Like, sorry, Doctor Strange fans, but not a huge one. It, it, it feels a bit cheap. It almost felt like, they didn't quite get it all sorted until the last minute and so all we can film is get the back lot and all of a sudden she turns up and then they go through a portal. I don't know. So it just I think they've been better ones in the past. Talk to me about Clea. From what I understand, she is a sorcerer as well in the Dark Dimension, which I think is where Doctor Strange did his battle with the big guy in the first Doctor Strange film. Sure. You know, he's, he's like, Dormammu, I've come to with you and he gets like oh, stuck yeah. in the loop with the yeah 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 and he's she's like his niece that the big bad guy anyway she he she and dr strange have gone on adventures together they fall in love they're married, they're married apparently yeah. her surname's well, strange yes and i think at certain points she takes over and looks after the sorcery on earth when <sighs> he's off doing stuff so, where's yeah. tilda swinton she's dead when first film okay but she's like a spirit or something. She's probably around. Well, why wasn't she around here? Well, I think she's dead until they wanted to bring it back sort of thing. Okay. Um, comic book trying of thought. Who was the kid and what, what's her story? She does little portals in the shape of a star. America Chavez. Yeah, she can like punch holes through the multiverse and traverse them. Um, she's all right. I thought she, I thought she was nice and interesting but very thinly drawn for mine and they literally oh my god i didn't mention this yet when they're in the other universe which is the other multiverse like universe, whatever there's literally an exposition portal mm-hmm. on in the street mm-hmm. you walk over it and mm-hmm. they'll play your backstory handy well, i thought that was so <laughs> oh, i wasn't happy about that it was awful wasn't it she walks up and we can see her origin story oh, oh seriously wait that reminded me who is her mum? one of her mums is a person mm. that we know okay hold hold please so dr strange what's her character called america america chavez chavez and i've heard as well i don't know a whole lot about her apart from the you know the headline i just gave you but apparently her character in the comics is really interesting. Obviously, she's from a Hispanic background mm-hmm. and she might also, I think, have some sort of queer background as well. And you just don't get any of that interesting stuff going on in her character. She just runs around after Doctor Strange looking for help. And then her whole thing is that, oh, she can't um, control her powers. And then Doctor Strange is like, believe in yourself. You can't control your powers. And she's like, you know what? I can control my powers all of a sudden because was, he told me to believe myself. I didn't like that at she all. She didn't go on a journey at all. She didn't even try, like, have a training montage. Let's give her a training montage. Yeah, like, they, they, they took her to the place where you can train. Like, she's training at the very, very end of the film, but they could have done a little bit of that throughout. Wouldn't it have been nice if Doctor Strange had been like, you know, instead of running, we've got to try and control your powers. 
instead of that being in the final seconds of the you know plot mm-hmm. so yeah it's, while, while i like the idea of her character i didn't really get a feeling for her much so i thought that was a bit it's a bit, a bit poor i agree have you found her mum yet well her mum her mum's names are amalia and elena mm-hmm. recognizable but I can't find it out because... <sighs> we should mention as well that, that Black Bolt is, is played by the same actor from Inhumans, which is a bit bit crazy. They've gone back to this TV show that no one liked, but they brought back a character. Did I even know that show existed before now? No, I remember when it came out and it just got panned. And all I've seen, I've watched um, Mr. Sunday movies, videos about them, and just they very, very poor apparently. Do you think they'll keep Patrick Stewart around, or is this his final hurrah? Oh, I hope this is not his final hurrah. What a horrible way to send off Doc- <laughs> like Professor X. What? What? Yeah. No. I thought his performance in Logan was probably a good I goodbye to the character. That was but, it. Legitimately, I thought mm. that was it. I thought he wasn't being anything else after then. What's another thing that I, I thought here of of this movie that I was kind of almost promised slash people were talking it up. You know, and I guess it's in the title, a multiverse of madness was that we were going to go revisit all the old universes, like go back to the original Spider Man, original X Men, maybe even go to some crazy stuff like seventies Spider Man and really go into the multiverse of Marvel T V shows now that they, they you know have control of them all again. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that would have been better than what we got because just having characters walk through for a quick cameo is probably not the most interesting thing. It's probably you know, diminishing returns after a while. But then that, that's kind of talked about, right? And also even like the Tom Cruise aspect of him perhaps cameoing as, as a version of Iron Man could have been fun. You know, it could have been fun to see Hugh Jackman again or whatever. That sort of idea out there in the world versus Doctor Strange falls through a couple of universes and then is in another universe, which is pretty much the same. It's New York as well. We don't see any other yeah. part of <laughs> He's on New York Street for a little while, and then he's in like a, a basement of a building. That's it. And then there's a universe at the end where everything's gone to shit and it's basically dystopia and there's a evil Doctor Strange who's, you know, you know very, very much gone down the, the deep, dark, dark end of the, of the world. I don't know. I just did feel the multiverse of it all. And just coming after a film which went really into mm-hmm. the multiverse and perhaps... To his detriment at times, but at least they were really pushing the boundaries of the plot device. It's unfortunate because you can't control what other films do, right? And when other films are released. And Mm. it is unfortunate we've had two multiverse films. Well, three really in quick succession if you count Spider-Man. I didn't get the multiverse of it all either. I did not feel at all that this was in the multiverse. Yeah, I saw a tweet saying there's like, you know, what amounts to an independent film basically really pushing the boundaries of what you can think about with multiverse as a plot device versus this a marvel film with all the money behind it all the creative talent mm. and the best they can come up with is that red is green and oh sorry go is go is red and yeah. stop is green like that's really that's what you, all you got well this is the thing the other universes he went to they were just humans Mm-hmm. Like, why were, why were there no, like, I don't know, spider people or, like, little fish? Mm. Why was the world not underwater? Why wasn't exactly. it upside down? Like, I feel like Inception did more to talk about that kind of stuff than this did. Maybe they're, they're sort of keeping the, the powder peg dry or whatever. The powder keg dry? Is that, that's the actual word that they used in that saying? I think so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, because maybe they're, they're building up to – there's apparently there's a famous um, – storyline in the comics called Secret Wars, where actual universes get sort of put against each other and they start the incursion, they start really bumping into each other. And also there's like there's some dude who's like called the Battle Master or something like that. And he picks different characters from all different universes and makes them fight each other and and sort of fight to death sort of thing. Mm. So maybe they're doing that in the future so they're like we can't waste all our good cameos. We can't waste, you know, seventy five million dollars to get all the X-Men back to for, for a Doctor Strange film. Maybe, you know, that sort of thing is happening here. But it's the multiverse of madness. A couple of universes of stuff that gets resolved quickly. Two universes of mediocrity. I want to say... 
I guess definitely don't like the film much. Should we talk about things we do like? Is there anything you like about this film? I just like the whole first half is copy and paste any of these films. Mm-hmm. They feel exactly the same. They're the mm-hmm. exact same film. You're walking around, a creature comes through another universe and you have to kill it and save someone and then you go get taken on an adventure. I just, how many times can we do the same thing? I felt like that first like action set piece in New York where America's there and he saves her. I mm. feel like I have seen that 72 to- times, like the exact same thing in all of these different Marvel films. And I just... Yeah, I didn't feel the danger at all in that. No, and it was reminding me, I was reading a quote from, a quote, a tweet from Lon Harris, which I'm going to quote, which he said, like, the movies are largely similar, and so the differences between them mostly come down to, like, subjective taste of whether you liked it or not, rather than objectively this was well written or this was well shot or this was, you know, an interesting story at least. But I just feel like... I don't know, like I I want to like these Marvel films now and I just don't feel like I am because I feel like I've already given them so much of my mm. heart and that ended with Endgame and it mm. was done. And then they lured me back in with WandaVision being a bit different, which was great, mm. but now we're going straight back to the same types of movies that we were making right in phase one and I just don't feel the same... Like, we've done it. It's just retreading old ground, and I don't know how long they can do this. Well, in terms of that, I see where you're coming from. One difference to these later Phase 4 properties, including TV shows, is they talk about different timelines, they're talking about multiverse and whatnot. Are they ever going to draw it together? Because at the moment, it kind of seems like, like Loki's doing stuff with like the sacred timeline mm-hmm. and multiverse, and they... They killed the guy who was in charge of it all, didn't they? Yeah. And that was kind of like, well, then things, are, the whole multiverse is going to collapse. I haven't really seen evidence of that yet. No. Then this guy's doing it and Doctor, Str- Doctor Strange is doing it, same sort of thing. And we're seeing there's obviously other strangers out there in other universes who've been messing with the timeline. Does that link to what Loki did or is that just something that seems to be happening at the same time by coincidence? And the same with the fact that they, they the multiverse was breaking down and all centered around Spider-Man and his movie. Mm-hmm. Is that linked? Or is it all just by coincidence multiverse stuff is happening? I think they're all separate and they'll bring them all together in the end for one big final yeah. epic multiverse thing. I just think it would be nice. And also, America Chavez, the person who got multiverse powers, turns up by accident almost at the same time. And I'd be nice if somebody out there, maybe Wong, who's actually you know competent, could be like, this shit's going down. This multiverse stuff is really starting to crack we should do something about it maybe that's what he'll do mm-hmm. soon but otherwise it kind of feels like you know the previous films were very good at linking to each other and you know plot development sort of flowed through and i feel like at the moment it's like they they're almost without saying it they're saying these things are linked but it'd be nice that you could just sort of maybe address this because at the moment it's not really working for me in that sense mm. Thing. Didn't wasn't Doctor Strange against having a multiverse in Spider Man, and Spider Man had to convince him. And then in this one, he's like, "Oh, I've done it once. I guess I'll do it again." And he's mm. like, "Come on, America, let's go through some universes, some portals." How'd that one eighty happen? He's well, like, "Well, I we possibly in, can't in, do it. It messes with the fabric of time and space." I no, I think in Spider Man, he was like, "We got to get them back to their main universe. People shouldn't be out of their own universe." No, but the first thing where he like did it. Mm. Because he wanted, because Spider Man wanted the memory to be gone of him, mm. he was really against all that. Uh, I think it was more an accident, wasn't it? He was like, "We'll make everyone forget Spider Man, or that you're Spider Man," and then the spell went wrong because Peter kept mucking it up, and then that sort of fractured things. Is that is that right? And he's like, "Yeah, we got to sort this out." But you're right. He, he's he's more into open to multiverse stuff in this film, isn't he? It Maybe just didn't feel consistent. But then his character has never been very consistent. I feel like he's had so many rewrites. Like he's a completely different character to when Doctor Strange was first introduced. Mm. And this Doctor Strange felt very different to the Doctor Strange that was in Infinity War. Like the Doctor Strange that calculated it and turned everyone into dust and died. Like, I don't know. It just, it doesn't feel like the same character to me. I've heard this question. I think it's mm. from Mr. Sunday Movies. I'll put it to you now as well. What 
do you think when he went through those 8 million different variations of how it could all end up, right, mm. do you think there were versions of it where he sacrificed himself and that was what led to Thanos dying, yet he's told everyone, hey, the only way it was ever going to work was with if Tony Stark killed himself or sacrificed himself? Oh, like he was lying. Not lying, but maybe he he favoured the universe where he continued to live. And not, um, not, not that this is the only one that maybe, but maybe there's there are other versions of, of how it could work. I never thought that he was the kind of character who would do that, but mm. I guess it's possible. I guess, well, maybe it's possible he couldn't see a future which he's not part of. Maybe that's just inherent to his powers where he they're limited to his experiences in the future. Mm. If he's alive. Yeah, so maybe there would have been other universes where it all could have worked out differently. But, you know, that's uh, that, and that, I think that was in relation to maybe there could be some backlash out there in the universe when people start, or in the world, people start thinking about. So Doctor Strange brought us back, but it's on his terms. You know, maybe that's part of why old mate Michael Stuhlbug gets mad at him, mm-hmm. wants to kill him the other track. Good question for you as well. I want to talk about some stuff we did like with the film soon to sort of round it out maybe. You know, in Eternals, the Earth started to um, break up and yep. become an egg or whatever, or break out of its egg, and that got solved, which is fine. But then also um, Arutesh or whatever the guy's name was, the big um, – is, is he an Eternal? He's like a big, bigger guy than the Eternal. Yeah, he's the one in charge of them. Mm. And he, he appeared in the sky and, like, brought mm-hmm. them back or something, right? Mm-hmm. Does anyone ever, like, talk about that? Is it, is it mentioned again ever? In It's like, oh, you remember that time there was a giant god in the sky? In universe, you mean? Like, by the yeah. humans? Yeah. I mean, I don't want them all to be talking about stuff all the time about the movies, but it might be nice for, like, Wong to be like, yeah, I'm still working on what to do about the god in the sky. Mm. <laughs> well, this is your point about, like, the multiverse stuff being so separate. It feels like all the movies are so separate at the moment and yet we know that they like to bring it all back together. So it feels weird mm. that, like, some stuff that you remember is canon but other stuff you remember, we're just going to pretend that didn't happen. So, like, WandaVision yeah. was canon but Eternals obviously isn't in this universe. Well, uh, yeah, I, I, know, I know what you mean there. It's like, you know, like we always talk about stuff that's happened in the past, right? And I know this is a universe where aliens and people got snapped and came back and whatever. So they're used to weird stuff. But if God appeared in the sky, mm-hmm. that would have an impact, wouldn't it? On I think things. so, yes. Right? <laughs> and it's just weird. We've had a few films since then and it hasn't, well, a few series and whatever. And it's just never brought up. I just feel like maybe it should be brought up. If you're going to make it a universe, make it a universe where things connect. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway. The filmmaking style of Sam Raimi can be a bit much at times for some people. can be a bit divisive. What do you reckon? How'd it go for you? Well, have I seen any of the films? You've seen the first three Spider-Mens, yes? Yes, I did. That's true. I haven't seen much of his other stuff. He did Oz, Great and Powerful, pretty bad from memory. Oh, that was awful. But lots of Evil Dead films and lots of other horror films that probably haven't come across your eyeballs. Nope. Um, I feel like there were some really inventive moments here that you don't really see in other films, Marvel films at least. The, the standout sequence for me was the musical battle. Fantasia sequence, yes. Yeah, did you like that? No. Okay. I didn't like it because I didn't know what the rules were. Right. Like the rules were let's make as much musical notes as we can, but then if Doctor Strange pulls out one note and throws it in a particular way, that gets rid of everything. I don't know. I guess it was different, but I wasn't invested in the fight. What about Zombie Strange possessing his own body? No. No? Too scary? Yes. What about the cool crossfade montage where Wong is narrating? You keep saying this. I don't remember a crossfade this montage. Happened. This happened. Explain it to me. <laughs> there's a bit of a strange talk. They're talking about it and there's like, then how does it describe it? There are fades. And Wong's like, at the end, he's like, she will be the Scarlet Witch. And they're basically saying what she's going to be doing when they're running away from her. No? I must have blocked that out. I have no recollection of that. Interesting. I tried to find it again. The person who uploaded the video initially on Twitter then deleted it. So Yeah, got taken down. You seem to like it. It was a good bit. Okay, great. 
I'm, I'm, I don't. I didn't love the film myself, but I'm, I feel like you you are actively not against you're actively against the film, which is I'm not shame. actively against the film. How am I actively against the film? I you, personally you've, you've didn't used, like you've, it. You've used several different mean voices about the film and the filmmakers. I really do think that they were mean spirited in how they're doing post credit sequences. I'm not taking that back. Well, yeah, that's yeah. Overall, my impression so far is that you have a negative opinion of this film, and I'm yeah, I don't think it's very good. Yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm getting at. I also I think it maybe promised too much, and then didn't deliver enough. Um, and I, I feel like America was very thinly drawn. I didn't like that much at all. Don't mind seeing Scarlet Witch as a villain, but as I said, her character has been all over the place over the years. And I don't know if Doctor Strange is that interesting as a character. That's what I've been saying this whole time, but then I get accused of being actively against the film. <laughs> I don't think he's an interesting enough superhero to be able to carry a whole movie and his two independent movies have done nothing to change my opinion of that. He was great in Spider-Man, but I think that's because he had Peter to bounce off. Yeah, I feel like he's better in a bigger team with other people mm. to bounce off upon. Okay, do you want to wrap it up now? Let's. Um, I'll give it two and a half stars. Okay. I'm waiting for you to describe the stars to me. Well, I don't know. It was a bit of a nothing movie for me. I don't think I'm going to go okay. re-watch it. Not awful, but no. not the best. No. Rachel McAdams maybe giving you two and a quarter stars. There. Maybe. Maybe she's behind most of it. Do you like her in the red hair? Like the No, I did yeah, not. I don't know if it suited her. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> At least it, it differentiated her. Mm. My final question, I get three stars, by the way, whatever you probably work out. I mean, is there a different universe where Sparky exists? Why wasn't he there? Sparky, you were taken from us too soon. Right. I feel like I would go across the universe to find my, my Jack Russell Terrier. I would destroy Absolutely. I would <laughs> in, in cause incursions all over the place to get them back. Absolutely. And yet you don't see any of that. Instead, you get people made fun of for loving their pets. Mm-hmm. Apparently, we're just cool oh. with the fact that Sparky died. Aren't the yes. kids sad that Sparky Billy, died? Billy and Tommy, poo. Who cares? Sparky, come on. We're interested now. It's that Drake is there, meme. Is there a universe where there are just Jack Russells? Well, there should be, right? If there's an endless amount of universes, then everyone should be a JRT in one of the universes. Uh-huh. Wouldn't that be a chaotic universe? Oh my god. Can't exist. Yeah, it probably folded on itself because one of them accidentally ran into something. Or <laughs> All right, well, that's when I was talking about Doctor Strange. Are your questions sorted? I mean, no, but they never really are. I still have many questions. I'm still unsatisfied. I just want to check what's coming up next in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Please. I think there's too much going on. There's way too much going on. Let's all just calm down. Take a break, guys. You've earned it. You've just come off, like, the best decade mm. of film. Let's all just chill for a bit, hey? Oh, yeah. Thor looks pretty good, actually, I have Love to say. and Thunder. Yeah. See, I don't have high hopes for it because <laughs> listeners of the pod will know how we feel about Thor Ragnarok. Right. And then Black Panther. Yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. Sure. Why is that still happening? Like, come on. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> okay, then... Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Yeah, I'll watch that. be fun. And then The Marvels. Okay, sure. Well, that's been us. We've got other podcasts. We've done the first Doctor Strange, I think, back in the day. We've got other probably Marvel films as well out and out and there we've done already. There might be more stuff coming in the future, depending if we watch the next thing, say something. Yeah. I haven't watched Moon Knight. I don't, I, that was too much for me. I, I got keep... well. I got it spoiled for me, so why would I even bother? Yeah, we're on Twitter, aren't we? So now you could get in touch with us there. We are at I Only Like You Pod. Come chat with me. Come guess the teasers that I put out before every mm. bloody episode. No one wants to engage with me. No one wants to take a little guess. Now we need to up our our um, engagement, like with hashtags and like writing the latest memes and stuff and we should do that i hashtag every every yeah, week i release the pod you do you good all right we'll see you next time on i like your movies goodbye bye this is the third test <laughs>
to check the audio levels. We love podcasting. It's our favourite thing. Okay, so the rumours that Tom Cruise would be betraying an alternate version of Iron Man in the film Ugh. after being... What are you doing? That would have been awful. For a long time in the comics, he was actually the, the basis of Iron Man, apparently. They would draw him like him and they was like, when we think of Iron Man, we think of Tom Cruise. And then there was even talk about Tom Cruise being Iron Man, I think, when they're making an Iron Man film. But then there was some sort of... The rumour goes that Tom Cruise didn't want his face to be covered by a mask, and so he didn't want to do it. I mean, it's clearly not a rumour because anyone who's seen... <laughs> What's it called? Edge of Tomorrow. Or Lived I Repeat, they changed the name. I don't know which one was the final one. Mm. Takes his mask off within the first two seconds. Yeah, as soon as he can. I mean, what are you paying to see? You're paying to see the face, aren't I you? I mean, I guess so. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.